I want to share with you from the Bible, from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, um, just for a few minutes. Do I am all right with the time? Yeah. And um, my message title, Drive Fear Away. We have to learn how to drive fear away from our lives. And as I travel and I meet so many people, whether in Europe or in Asia, I see so many are caught up with fear in various ways in their life. Often people stay in the right way they are in life for one reason. And that one reason, fear, is a main reason they stay right they are where. And they are afraid to move forward or to make a decision. Fear can paralyze you if you're not careful. Fear will keep you stuck in the same place and because that you see that it's a secure zone where you're in. But God has a plan for each every one of us. God wants us to walk by faith and trusting in him. And he said he will lead us and guide us. And he said in his word very clearly, he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we have to learn to hear the word of God, coming to church by hearing the word of God. And there's other time that we can read the word of God and let our ears hear what we are reading. And let it drop into our hearts so that we'll be able to stand, having done all to stand in every troubles and trials and temptation that comes in our life. That's what Jesus said. In this world, you will have a tribulation. You will have a problem. He didn't say everything going to be fine when you get saved. He didn't say you will be blessed, you will be living in prosperity and all this stuff. He never promised that. He said, in this world, you may have tribulation, that you may go through problems, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. That means through Jesus Christ overcoming the world, overcoming every obstacle, that you are and I, we are partaker of all the blessing and all the things that Jesus has done on the cross of Calvary, and he said, it is finished, it's over. But we need to line up with the word of God and walking according to God's word, living right and doing right, living godly, then we are qualified to partake here in all the blessing that God's word is given, giving to us. And we see here so many people that gripped with fear because fear about the generational sickness my grandparents had it, and my parents had it, so I will have it. And that grips people. What do you fear that will come upon you, the word says. We have to learn to trust and lean on the word of God when we know the promise of God. You can reject that in the name of Jesus. I don't take it. They may have it by cut it off from the root in Jesus' name, through the word of God, through the promise of God. God is a healer. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today I stand here. It's a miracle. 
I was born a child not able to speak properly. I stammered so badly. And I was sick. I was nearly dying. But Jesus set me free at the age of 14. He healed me. He changed my life. And from that day, I made a, de- you know, made a dedication before God. And I said, Lord, my rest of my life that I will live on this earth, I will live to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. No matter what happened, I will stand for the preaching of the word of God. And this is what happened to me from that day. The next day I went to the marketplace. I began to talk about Jesus, what he done in my life. People looked at me. People mocked at me. People, you know, uh, 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 told very bad things about me. But I didn't worry about it. I was so much surrounded by God's love. And I was, I experienced his touch. I experienced that he set me free. He healed me. And I need to tell people. Because gospel, it is the power of God unto salvation. We should not be shamed of the preaching of the word of God. We should not be shamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. People are gripped today by fear. And that's one of the tools the enemy is using today around the world very strongly. Enemy doesn't want you to grow. He doesn't want you to be blessed. He doesn't want you to have a happy family. He doesn't want you to live a, a healthy and good life and enjoy. As a Christian, you can enjoy your life. We don't have to be living in depression. We don't have to live in, a, 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 in loneliness. He is there. He is there to, to strengthen you. He is there to fill you with joy and happiness. He's a good God. The good news is that we don't have to live in fear as a Christians. That is the good news for every Christians. We don't have to live in fear because Jesus has paid the price. As a believer in Jesus, we have victory over every fear in the name of Jesus. We have victory over every fear. As scriptures tells us very clearly, fear is not from God. Fear is not from God. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, it says very clearly that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So it's very clear, very plain. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if it's not from God, where does it come from? It's come from the pit of hell, from the demons, from the hell, from all the demonic forces that try to take control and put fear on this earth. Fear is troubling people, destroying families, relationships. In many ways, even for sickness, because doctor said so. Yes, that may be a fact, that may be a true medical report. There's no doubt about that. But God's word says differently, isn't it? God's word says by his tribe we were healed. So we have to stand on the promise of God in the midst of the situation that we are in. We have to continue to confess the word of God. And he gives us strength day to day. 
and he will lead you and guide you. He said he sent forth the word and healed them all. If he can change my life, if he can heal me and make me who I am, what I am today, he can do for anybody. God is not a respecter person. He's a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is not looking at our colors. God is not looking where we come from, our language. No, he looks in us inside our heart, what we believe, in which we trust. So when we have simple faith in God that he will give us, that take away every fear cannot operate in our life when we're walking with God's word and his promises. Fear cannot come near to you. God said in his word very clearly, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. I like that. He has given us the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Now God has not given us a fear, but he has given us a power, love, and sound mind. That's what Jesus says to his disciple before he was taken up to heaven. He said very clearly, don't try to go and do it out there because you've been with me for three and a half years. You saw all the things that I do. Don't think you get it everything so that you can go and do it. They had a theory. They'll learn how God's, God works. They've seen it through Jesus' ministry. But Jesus said to them very clearly, wait for the promise of God. When you receive the Holy Spirit, then you shall receive power. Then you can go outside in my name. Cast out devil, lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. So the power of God can manifest. And this is the same power that he's talking here. He didn't have given us a spirit of fear, but power and love for the hurting and suffering. That's why we begin to see through the eyes of Jesus. As a believer, we begin to see the hurting and suffering. Our hearts begin to broken. Because the heart of Jesus is breaks so hard for when you see the hurting people. That's why we read so many times in the Bible, Jesus moved with compassion. God touched people. He provided the needs. And that is what talking about God's love is given for every believer. He has given us a power over to overcome every work of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. With the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But he has also given us a love. And that's a godly love. It's not the word that we use today. I love you. No, it's, it's not that. It's more than that. God's love is great. That's why we read in, the, in John 3 verse 16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That kind of love the word is talking here. He gave the best for us. He gave all that he had. He gave it. When you love a person, you gave everything that you have. You give the best, not the last thing. 
Not the broken things, not the leftover, but you give the best because you love that person. This is the more, if a human being, as we can show love in that way, how much more God, the Father, the Heavenly Father, will show His love. He's a good God. And such a love is shared abroad in our heart. People ask me, why you do this? Why are you helping all these people? Why this and why that? <clears throat> because I have God's love inside of me. Amen. He shared it within me. He poured within me His love. When I see people are hurting, I could not walk by. I must do something. Of course, not only give them a food. I share God's word with them. I tell them that you can come out of this situation if you know Jesus in your life. Receive Jesus. That is the greatest gift for your life. Not just a, a bowl of food. It's more than that. It's the love of God. And because of that. That today there's so many kids are grown up. Went out and preaching the word of God. I feel so happy when I see them standing up and preaching. Or playing music and leading the worship. I tell you my heart rejoices. It's all worth it. All the hard things that we went through to pay the great price to bring them up. This is what the word of God says here very clearly. He has not given us a spirit of fear. But power. The power which raised the same power, Jesus Christ from the dead. Roll the stones away. The one who's in you and in me is greater than the one who's in the world. And that is a power that we have. So we need to know who we are in Christ Jesus. So there's no room for fear in our lives. Put away all those things that try to hinder you with fear. And trouble you and take away the peace of mind in your life. Fear is not from God. Refuse to accept it. Love, power, love and sound mind. God gives sound minds to his children. Even if you have problems, you need a wisdom to make a right decision to buy in a, a property or move somewhere or make some decision, even to, to choose your partner. Be careful. Ask the Lord. He will give you wisdom. Because he said, I will give wisdom to those who ask me. He gives liberally. We need to make a decision and move forward in a right way. I always I ask, Lord, Lord, give me a wisdom. When I get up in the morning, when I finish my prayer, I said to God, Lord, give me a wisdom for today. I'm going to the office. I'm going to meet so-and-so. I need wisdom, Lord. Give me words to put in my mouth to speak to them and, uh, 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 and to answer their questions, Lord. And God does it miraculously. I'm amazed sometimes. I come out of that after that meeting. I say to myself, well, I never prepared that, what I said. But it was awesome. Because we allow 
God to work in us and through us. We are leaning upon him and asking him, Lord, give me wisdom. Direct me and guide me, Lord. And he will do so. So learn to trust in God. So spirit of fear, it's what the enemy uses to destroy. He destroys the relationship. He destroys the families. He will isolate you. And eventually his main focus to destroy. That's what the enemy will do. And he doesn't want you to move forward. He doesn't want you to see success in your life. But God said he will lead us and guide us when we trust him. Every person, life that we read in the Bible, all the patriarchs that we see as they learn to trust in God, lean upon the word of God, even in the midst of the time they made mistakes in their life. Not, not everybody was perfect. But we make mistakes, but we learn, we understood the mistake and put things right before God and says, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Help me. And God is faithful and just to forgive us. And he began to lead us and guide us. And he is a good God. If the earthly father can do it, how much more heavenly father will do it. So keep your focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. We are to put back everything. Everything is not lined with the word of God. That's what we read in Mark chapter 4. Verse 35 to 40. A powerful word of God. As a disciple and Jesus was sailing to the other side. They were in the midst of the storm. The disciples, they were feared. They were worried and troubled. Even though they know who Jesus was. They know Jesus was with them. But yet... You see how the fear came in? They will try to sneak in very quickly and he will use the situation to come near and to put a fear in our lives. The situation was the storms and the wind. And in that moment, they will take that chance to come in, put fear quickly. They're going to die. They said to one another, we are going to die. We are going to perish. Where is Jesus? And they found Jesus was there. And they said to him, Lord, are you not care? We are going to perish. We are all going to die. You see the word they use? Where did this word come from? Because of the fear. They spoke unbelieving word. Many times we do that in our situation. In our negative situation. Don't keep talking negative words about your circumstances. Even if it looks impossible. Keep on speaking God's word over that situation. Speak positive on the word situation. Keep believing God will give you strength to overcome that situation. He will lead you and guide you. That's what God's word says. Even if you go through the water, the water will not overflow you. When you go through the fire, the fire will not burn you down. You may go through it. You will feel the heat of it. He didn't say you will not go through it. You will go through it. You will feel the heat like you're going to burn down in that heat. And that problems. But all that you have to do in the midst of that situation. Keep on focusing on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your life. 
the one who saved you, the one who gave his word and promised that I will be with you always. When you're looking unto him in that time, of, when you feel the heat, not complain and murmur, not blame somebody for our problem, but looking unto Jesus. And he will lead us and guide us to come to the other side. And this is very important to focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what Jesus said to them when they told Jesus, Lord, are you not care? We are going to perish. Jesus maybe smiled and he said, oh, my dear friends. You don't know what you're saying. Why you're so fearful? Why you're troubled? Why you're panicking? He said, where is your faith? We love to learn to trust in God in every situation. He said, I will be with you always. The same Jesus who was with the disciple in that boat is with each every one of you. He said, I will be with you. He's there in your lifeboat. All that you need to do, you have to lean upon his word and promises and understand he is there with you. You need to know the one who's in you is greater than the one who's in the world. The one who's in you is able to help you out the problem that is coming against you. And every storm is able to lead you to the other side in the midst of the storm. He will never drop you to drown in the storms and the, and the river and the lake and the problem to be sunk. He is able to lead you. In 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 we read, when your faith is active, you are a world overcomer. I like that portion of scripture. And then he goes on and says in John 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Praise God. And that's what kept me going all these 30 years. Because I learned to trust in God in the midst of every situation. I'm not come here to say all these 30 years was a glorious years. Of course, there was a time, very hard. Felt to give up. Even felt to run away somewhere into the forest. Don't want to see anybody. There was a days, hard. People that I trusted, they turned against me. Stamped on my back. But I learned one thing in all those situations. I always went to the word of God. I learned to read the word and trust God with all my heart. Amen. And I always looked unto him. Just like a David. In the midst of all the problem. That he cried out to God and where my help cometh from. He is the one who can lead us and guide us. And he's been leading me all these years miraculously. He provided every day our need, day to day. We live till today by faith. We have no sure that we will have money for next month. But God has provided it miraculously through his people. To take care of all these children. To feed them. Daily. Plus the workers. You can imagine everything. All the utility bill. Miracle how this all happens. That is because of God. 
by trusting in him. I learned it to believe 30 years ago for with small thing with 15 pounds to take care of the three children. Today, I have come to the place I could easily believe for 1,000 children. And God provides it. So that's what it is. We have to grow. When we're born in a Christian faith in the family of God, we got some milk. And then we had a soup. Then we had a little hard food. And then later we had a little pieces of meats. And then we have to learn to eat steak. We cannot be drinking milk all our lives. We have to grow in the word of God and the knowledge of God's word. In the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 we read, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. We can do all things through Christ. Amen. And that's what keeps me running this 30 years. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I don't know where my provision comes from, but I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that's what I'm going to look into it for next 30 years. If Jesus starts to come, we want to run the race. We want to see the leper's home built. We want to see the uh, uh, home for the handicapped children to be built. We want to reaching out more people for the kingdom of God. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, God has a good plan for you and me. A plan to prosper and give you hope. The daily is there to provide and to bless us and lead us and guide us. So we have to learn to trust in God. Trust God and his word. And it will set you free. And take away every fear, every worriness. All your problem will be vanished. Because when you look unto Jesus, who is bigger than your problem, he is able to give you strength to handle the problem, handle the situation in a wise way with wisdom, and that you will be able to overcome. So remember... The word of God, because the word of God is a very important key to stand on the promise of God for every believer. Because God said, I stand what I said. He stands behind his word to perform it, to conform it, miracles. He stands behind his word. The word of God will never return unto him a word, but it shall accomplish for the purpose. As we closing, I want to read 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. It says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Praise God. That's what we read in a God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and sound mind. So it says very clearly, perfect love casts out fear. So we have to learn to lean on his word, learn to love God, and his love will be shared abroad in our heart through the Holy Spirit that we will be overcomers and he will lead us and guide us. Let's all close our eyes. We're going to pray. Praise God.
I share with you what the Lord has put in my heart. Learn to drive fear away. You know, Joshua, there's many reasons to be in fearful. In midst of all the situation that you went through. Midst of so many of the unbeliefs. Joshua and Caleb. Through strong. In trusting God. Even those. Everyone. Were talking negative constantly. In the desert. But they will continue to believe. Continue to trust in God's word. His promises. If God said it, he will do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. And we read in the word of God. After 40 years. Wonder in the desert. Because unbeliefs and doubts. They could never go into the promised land. But Caleb and Joshua and their generation, they continued to believe, continued to stand firm on the promise and the word of God. And their generation entered into the promised land. My dear friends, don't give room to fear. Fear It's not from God. Reject the fear and trust him. Believe and lean on the word of God. He was able to lead you and guide you. Because when you fear. That will paralyze you many area in your life. Maybe you're worried about your health. Jesus is your healer. Maybe you're worried about your finance or you're in your, you don't have a proper job and looking for a job and you don't know how you're going to fear trying to grip you. How you're going to pay your utility bills. Looking unto Jesus. He has a provision for you. Trust in him. He will lead you and guide you. Or maybe you're in fear about your children. Or unsaved. Or maybe not walking with God. You are in fear. That they will be lost in the world. Continue to pray and believe. God will send someone. Bring the gospel to them. That they will come to know Jesus. Maybe your fear. About your partner is not saved. Or maybe your fear. To get married. The Lord will give you peace. He will lead you and guide you. By his Holy Spirit. He is right there. Beside you. He said I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you. Heavenly Father. We thank and we praise you for this wonderful. Morning. That we could come together. To praise you to worship you. And to the Lord. To steady on your word. Your word is so powerful. It's like a two-edged sword. 
cut and take away everything which not be there in our life. Lord, I share with your people, with the congregation, what you put in my heart, Lord. That you are not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and sound mind. Let each everyone focus this coming week, Lord, on that scripture. So that we can walk in knowing that we are anointed. We have the power that one who's in us is greater than one who's in the world. Knowing that we are surrounded and poured out in our hearts your love. That we can reflect godly love to one another. And knowing Lord that we will receive the wisdom of God daily. In our every situation that we can know what to do. And what, how to make our decision. So I pray Father God you will bless each everyone this morning. Continue to lead them and guide them. And Lord those who are sick. I pray that you will graciously touch them and heal them Lord. Strengthen them. That they may know you and your love to be strong in their life. And I pray for every person who are here. Bless them as we close this service. And I pray also, Lord, for the leadership of the congregation. Bless every leaders, every elders. Bless them and lead them and guide them. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.